Yo, this is your boy Gavin from the Dumb Deal and the Broad Street Breakdown podcast. You're listening to the only podcast I fucks with other than wrestling podcast. The Brooklyn motherfucking Blast Furnace with my boy Jimmy Blast. That's his uh, gimmick name down here in Philly. That's what we call him. Jeff from Lucky 13 in Brooklyn. Best fucking place I've ever been to in New York. Cool-ass fucking club. Rules. And my boy John from Candiria. And uh, listen, Marks, get hit. Because shit's happening. You want to be part of it or you want to be part of the problem? Later. Wow. Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah, yeah, yo, yo, a couple, yo. couple yeah. two, three. Yeah. A couple yeah. two, three episodes. Yeah. A little bit. We got a very well, special guest this yeah, time. And I'll, I'll see you now. I'm going to be a fucking chatterbox. Oh, boy. The person that we have on, we actually we had on the line mm-hmm. for several weeks now. Right. But we pulled the brakes on it. Just because I didn't think y'all was gonna call, man. Because <laughs> the only reason because is because Johnny wanted to be here for this, so we had to wait for him to get off the fucking warp tour to do this. Well, of course, how long we know each other? Like over twenty years. Over yeah. 20 so years. everybody who's listening, twenty-five years. Yeah. Wow. So we go back a long yeah. ways, and it's all really music related. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, it's all music related. How we all know each other, crazy. Well, I that's mean, true. it's also you except know, me we, and you, Jimmy. We started fucking uh, working out at the gym together. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. That is that yeah. is really true. Yeah, he started. He was, he was giving me this fucking eye. Like, oh boy. <laughs> like 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 I would see him and the guy he worked out with, and I'd be like, oh, look at these two guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then I'd be fucking working my biceps out, which I love to do. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's like I see this guy, and then. You know, a quick little eye, you know, a little quick little eye contact, and then I no-sell. And, you know, I just turn away. I keep doing my thing. And then I'll see Jeff walking from the bathroom oh, with his chest out. Sounds like you guys were, <laughs> like, suiting each other. Oh, his chest out. And then, one, and then one day, I brought this up on the show, and then one day I was there alone, which I was always there alone. And, and then Jeff was there Jeff? alone. Yeah. And then Jeff came out, and he, like, he shook, he shook my hand. He's like, hey, how you doing? You look familiar. I yeah. said, hey, how you doing? You look familiar, too. But he didn't look familiar. Well. <laughs> You're being nice, and then the, yeah, and then, yeah, and then all polite. the nice things, you know, and the right. next thing you know, now we're here now. Yeah, he is very social, very social person. You're like a social butterfly. I can be. I you can know, be. You know, when we were, when we went down south, you were really social and. All right. Well, before down we south? get derailed. All right. We're, you want to bring stuff up? We're going to bring stuff up. We're going to bring stuff up. We're going to go down but south. This, but today we went to New Orleans for your bachelor party. Oh, yes. Guy. When we went to New Orleans. Yeah, well, yeah. No kidding. I was talking about our history, <laughs> and you started talking about your history. Yeah. Well, it's who's all about, derailing who? It's all about Jimmy. It's all about It's it not all about me. Yeah. It's all about a little bit of order. <laughs> Sir, please kindly introduce yourself. We don't do introductions here. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Uh, I don't know. I've been around for a long ass fucking time, hanging around New York, hanging around Lower East Side, going to shows. And what's your name? I'm Ryan Bland. <laughs> Ryan Bland. Bland isn't very dull. <laughs> that's me. Nah, but that's not really. That's <laughs> not really true. <laughs> You're spouting lies. Yeah. You're not a dull guy. Nah. Had some fun times, definitely, man, in the hardcore scene. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I know you have a pretty storied history. Oh, it's insane, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I guess I'll start with the hacky, you know... 
the, the, the hacky question of basically what turned you on to the hardcore scene? What got you into this kind of music? What brought you to shows and blah, blah, blah? Uh, all right, all right. Um, I, there was this kid, right, when I lived in Texas when I was growing up, before I even stepped foot in New York. Some kid named Brandon, some, he had blue hair. He was like this weird ass kid. My dad was like, don't bring this kid in the house because he's gonna steal the VCR, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> so I was like, no, he's cool, he's cool. And so he's telling me all these stories about CBGBs and all this shit. Go to CBs and, uh, and there there's punks and there's crazy bands. And he's dropping all these names on me, like Cro-Mags and, and, and sick of it all and all these bands. He's dropping these names on me. So. I had no idea until much later what he, you know, was telling me. Mm. But uh, so I come to New York. I visit here for one week in '87 because my mom moved to Long Island, mm. and uh, so we're driving through the Lower East Side, and I see like these this fucking Liberty Spike Mohawk dude step out of a car, and I said to myself because I was a freaky kid. Everyone's fucking mm. with me down in Texas, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I got to come to New York where I can like. Do whatever the fuck I want to do. Right. Go, yeah. green, yeah. Do you know? Just be a fucking weirdo. Yep. Mm -hmm. Fuck what anyone thinks. So anyway. anyway, make a long story short, I ended up moving here in '87, and uh, so my favorite person growing up, my favorite artist was Prince, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I so actually know that. you I know mean, that, right? I know that. I want to get to that. Yeah. Yes. So I'm camping out for Prince tickets, and I see all these like punk rock kids in the line at a Prince. Mm -hmm. get, trying to get Prince tickets. Mm -hmm. Turns out that uh, uh, one of the guys that was in the line was uh, Israel, who later sang for Bad Brains. Mm -hmm. So uh, he had like this leather jacket, you know, and it had Bad Brains spray painted on the back. And um, all the kids there had all these bands. And I, that's what I was first hearing these names, like mm -hmm. Bad Brains and mm -hmm. Subhumans, all this shit on their, on their jackets and stuff. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, they worked out Tower Records in Long Island. They're like, come out there, you know, come visit us. So I go out to Tower Records and I go through the record store and uh, Israel's working. And then he, uh, he says, uh, what are you looking for? And I'm trying to think of the most obscure shit ever. Mm -hmm. And I was not being <laughs> obscure at all. Right, right, I was right. like, yeah, I'm looking for this alternative tentacles band called Beat Nigs, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, you need to listen to the Bad Brains. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of the Bad Brains? And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of heard of it, mm -hmm. and he's like, uh, I, yeah, actually I heard of it. He goes, nah, man. He picks up Raw Sessions, he picks up Eye Against Eye mm -hmm. from the cassette section, and he looks at both, and he's like, um, Raw Sessions mm -hmm. hands me the cassette. So go home, sat there a couple of weeks, get into a huge argument with my mom. She takes a beer, throws the beer can at my head, put on this tape. I didn't even really know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And then that was it. Dude. You put on the raw sessions. Yeah, I put on raw sessions from that day on. Like I dedicated my life to going to hardcore shows. Mm, yeah. Trying to see bad brains every chance I got. Mm -hmm. um, seeking out bands that played that type of music. You know, I was in Long Island, so you know, any 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 fucking punk kid I saw I went up to and started conversations. So um, I don't know if you guys remember like this club in Long Island called the Right Track Inn. I've yes, heard, I do. I've, I've heard of it. I was never there. Mm -hmm. It was like an old hardcore club, like mm -hmm. in Long Island, and uh, Gorilla Biscuits played a lot of their like uh, early shows there, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was my first hardcore shows, and it was this uh, local band called the Chislers. I don't know if anybody knows that shit. No, <laughs> never heard of them. <laughs> and this man called Nut Job, right? Mm. And uh, so that was my That's first. That's a good name. Yeah. 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 Nut job rules. Yeah. They did rule, man. Yeah. They were fucking That's a great sick. name. They were fucking crazy, man. And uh, I went to see Nut Job and Chisels all the time. The Chisels kind of sound like the Ramones. Mm. Nut Job was just like crazy, like, like 
want to be discharged kind of type yeah. shit. You know, sounds like it would be along those lines. Yeah, it was really good. With a name like that, they they were telling me about Yuppie Side and bands mm. like that. So then I got to see Yuppie Side like late '88, '89. That was my first hardcore show in the city right mm. and it was at the pool bar i don't know if you guys remember that place it was no. unbelievable. i'm old nah. i'm old as fuck man i'm like <laughs> but we're like the same age pretty much i never heard of this club yeah. go on so yeah the pool bar was like this i'm getting like, school <laughs> it was like this hardcore club that was downstairs on bleaker street and um that was actually the first place that noah demon had their first show Wow. Um, so yeah. anyway, I go down to uh, to see Yuppie Side, and I actually mentioned this to Jesse one time. Jesse from Yuppie Side, I mentioned like, "Do you remember this show?" He's like, "Yeah, he remembers what makeup he was wearing, like what mask he had in his box, and all this shit." <laughs> and uh, it was like ten people there, but I was so freaked out by Yuppie Side, you know, mm-hmm. because Jesse's Jesse, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the bar was Gigi Allen, like mm-hmm. sitting there at wow. the bar, and that was oh, my yeah. first. Shit, that's a fucking scene in and of itself. Yeah, it was yeah. like ten people and Gigi Allen at the bar by himself, and I remember everyone telling me, "Hey, those Gigi's at the bar." I didn't know who the fuck he was. Mm-hmm. I just thought he was like weird as hell, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, make a long story short, like I started going to these shows at Pool Bar like crazy, and um, and that's basically how I just kind of that was my roots of getting into New York hardcore. Yeah. If that makes any sense? No, no that was like oh, no, not at all, no, man. No, that's, no, great. No, that's great. No, that's great. great. Very man. entertaining, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's yeah it makes complete man. sense. But what was the first? It's Ache. Ache isn't your first band, is it? Oh no, no, no. All right. Nah, man. I um. The first f- performance I ever did was with these kids from Long Island, and they had like this uh, industrial kind of punk band. They were in- they were influenced by all that industrial shit that was happening, like Ministry, yeah, and, uh, and that old Fear Skinny Factory Puppy and all shit. that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was into that stuff a little bit, mm-hmm. and um, they were I like, like old Ministry. I like some. I like a lot of Ministry. I like me too. Yeah. I-, I even like the dance pop shit. You know, yeah, like, it's Ministry. So yeah, yeah. no, nah, it's cool because the lyrics were still like yeah. this angry. So the Ministry just put out some new shit. That's actually but really Real Grand Blood is one of my favorite records. Ever, yeah. Uh, yeah, love it. That one's all right. That's like, well, that's newer stuff, but it's uh, like 2006. I think. Yeah. You just gave me a book, an Al- a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al- yeah Al- 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 book. Yeah, I gotta read that. Good. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, it's really good. So the first thing, yeah. So I'm doing, I'm doing that show with those guys, and they tell me because I was like going to like little clubs in Long Island, punk clubs, and like um, they would have like these little new wave goth nights, and and so whenever they would play Ministry, they would clear the dance floor for me, mm. and like two of my friends so we could mosh so we're like jumping around hard swinging <laughs> you know everyone got out of the way whenever they played ministry or whatever at the club so those kids were like hey we need a hype man mm. like maybe you can be a part of our band we're playing at the limelight you should come out and i'm like okay cool so that was my first performance it was me like going to the limelight with this band joyful abundance mm-hmm. uh they were opening up for this band uh i can't remember their name right now but they were fucking assholes. Yeah. Uh, they were real assholes. I remember like them kicking us out of the backstage area, you know, when we were supposed to share the dressing room together. Mm. So that was my first like, like time meeting bands that were like, you know, who thought their shit didn't stink. Right, 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 right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So I knew, I knew that like when later on when I got into bands that you can never be that way. Yeah, you know, sure. that was like. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm doing this performance with them, and I jumped off the stage. And when I jumped off the stage, I I, um, I knocked this girl's tooth out. Mm. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Um, so there was this big fucking thing. The band was like, 
the the headliner band's like, I knew we shouldn't have put these guys on the bill, you know. And this girl's complaining, and the security's there, and the cops are there. It was a big fucking scene. So then I said to myself, it's like, I can't be no hype man for, like, mm-hmm. some fucking goddamn industrial band. I was like, I need to, like, start, like, a punk band, like a hardcore band, yeah. you know. I need to, like, do my own fucking shit. Yeah. So from there. You're like, these industrial guys. <laughs> these industrial guys are too sensitive. Yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to bug out and get my shit off. Yeah. And, and now I have to worry about nonsense. Or you or something fucked up happens, Yo, like, it's all right. that shit comes with the territory. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost expected. <laughs> it is. And the goth girls are very dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and this was a big fat goth girl, you mm-hmm. know. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I uh, I started this punk ska band called Bushman, mm-hmm. and uh, I was in that band from like 1991 until about 1993, and uh, we did really well locally. Our last show at CB's was in '93, and it was sold out. And that That's was a, awesome. That was a dream come true for me because being that little kid in Texas, of course. From that kid, Brandon, with the blue hair. Yeah. You know him like, oh, CBGBs is where you got to go. Just to play CBGBs yeah. would be something big. And then to sell it out is a completely different level, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, Chucky Brown. You know you guys know Chucky yeah, Brown, right? From the, from the Bronx. He has yeah. mad footage of the last show. Yo, that dude has footage <laughs> of everything, man. Yeah. Chucky Brown's hood mm-hmm. TV, right? Is that you have to release that shit. Is it is it Dude. true that, that somebody's got show that somebody's got footage of almost every show at CB's? Mm-hmm. So they have to. It's, be. Got, it's probably Chucky, man. Yeah. He, he well, has. that plus they used to film every show, like like yeah. right behind the crowd. There was that one little sound booth where that shit where it was the monitor where you saw the fucking thing. So I'm sure you know who would probably know. Um, Brandon from SFA. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. Brandon yeah. would know. Yeah, of course he was. Brandon, if you're listening to this, which, oh, yeah, it would be kind of cool if you are, let us fucking know, man. Okay? <laughs> you got all that shit, man? Because that, that, bro, if, can you imagine if, if all of that shit in some way, form, or fashion would be able to make it onto somewhere digital and have like a fucking series? Yeah, because didn't they, weren't they at one point they were just recording every single show that you know, happened? I, there? I, think, I think they so. had like a label think, going at one point. Yeah. They had like a little label going, mm-hmm. so I think you're right. Like, there's a lot yeah. of shit yeah. that I would I mean, love if you go, if you go and I don't know if you guys have been into the, uh, what's it called, the John Varvatos store, which yeah. was Ugh, the old yeah. CB space. I walked in yeah. They still walked, play walked the down. old CB's videos. I, they do. They play the footage, yeah. Remember that little TV screen? He better do some shit like that. They, I mean, look, like, you know what? Here's, I here's, 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 you know what? You know here's so, the thing. Here's, can I say something about yeah, this? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know what? Look, he's actually another, a really nice guy. Another oh, another know. company. Yeah, I met him. Another company could have came in there and completely disregarded the space. Okay. At least the Varvado store, you can go in there. They left right. everything on the walls, all the old stickers. Everything is still there. Wow. There's pieces of it. There's, yeah, there I mean, whatever, whatever CB's ripped apart, they ripped apart because actually I wound up with part of it. Really? Um, I, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I Josh, don't have anything. Josh Lozano. Oh, of course. Week. Yeah, he was doing. He gave sound. me. He gave me a, a piece of, of CB. He gave me a piece of punk rock history. That's what, 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 I would want thing. just like a little chip of a piece of the wood from the stage. I have a table. I have a table that the that the light board was was under. What happened to to like? I mean, they basically dismantled that, and I thought it was they put it in like a storage unit somewhere uh-huh. because they were supposed to build one in Vegas, and yeah. they were supposed to replicate the old the the CBs. But then, I hope it's that. not at the fucking New York airport. Yeah, but, I don't well, know. then you can't replicate that. Jersey airport. Jersey? Yeah, yeah no, Jersey. that's just like some kind of like. It's like a castle. That's nothing for real 
in there, right? No, yeah. no, it's just no, like, no, no. All right, cool. It's just riding the coat. But, yeah. but, oh, they, right. but they supposedly had taken everything apart. They put it in a storage unit, and they were going to rebuild it in Vegas. Mm. But then I don't know what ended up falling. Something ended up happening, and yeah. everything fell through. And yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck I happened. I walked into John Valvedos. Like probably about two weeks after they opened, mm. just to see. Yeah, I walked in there. There was a doorman who opened the door for me, which was just <laughs> fucking weird. I'm walking into the building where CB's was, and there's a guy opening a door with a suit and tie on. Mm. I walk in, and I'm looking around, and I see like racks of belts, mm-hmm. and like hundred and fifty dollar fucking studded belts, hundred dollar jacket. Yeah, yeah, and then I look around, and then I take out. At the time, I still had a flip. It was like very rare, you know. They had a smartphone. I still had a flip phone, mm-hmm. so I put my camera up like to go take a picture. Like, no, 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 you can't take no pictures in here. Mm. And right from there. It just left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, because this motherfucker was never even in CBGBs, where you can put stickers up, spray paint, take a piss in the corner, everything. But now I can't take a fucking picture in this place. You have no idea the history of this building or what the fuck, how people, you know, all the good times and memories of thousands and thousands and thousands of people and what this place created. You're going to tell me I can't take a fucking picture in here? You know what? I stormed out like a fucking, like all in a huff and a puff, like a fucking (laughs) I'm sure you weren't the only one, man. I'm sure a lot of people. You know what's sad about it? I actually just went in there for the first time uh, in like fucking like the beginning of this year, I always I never wanted to go in there, but Did I you needed. buy a leather motorcycle jacket. No, I didn't. I didn't. But uh-huh. I went in there because I was looking for a nice. <laughs> I was actually looking for a nice pair of pants for my wedding, and and somebody said go there, yeah. and I was like ah, and I really didn't want to because I'm like I I hadn't stepped foot in there since it was CBS. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like ah fuck it. So I went in there and I just went in there and I'm like getting goosebumps thinking about it, mm-hmm. just because I was just like. You know, looking at $500 pairs of pants, there was like a $2,000 jacket. Yeah. And it's just kind of everything that has happened to New York City. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you know, in a place and, where it was complete counterculture. Exactly. Yeah. But, and now, and now, I mean, and that, I mean, that whole neighborhood back in the day. And that, I mean, that whole fucking the Lower East Side, like all that shit, you Lamar know? Bar. Yeah. I remember fucking yeah. that gas station on the corner yeah. and like, you know, they sold Indian food and I wouldn't eat Indian food for years because I used to see the slop they had in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. So, but, but it was. Station Indian food. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, and there's like greasy paw prints all over the <laughs> yeah. fucking place. From all the ashes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, I mean, I, I, it took me a long time to actually eat Indian food because of that fucking place. But I think it, it's <laughs> what awesome. happened. It, it's what happened to New York City in general. I mean, it's just gotten. It's like Completely the Be- It's like the yeah. Beverly Hills now. It's like Beverly Hills. Manhattan sure. is like Beverly Hills. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at Times Square. Know, I mean, look, Disney once World. again, this is the this is the process of what happened to the city. I mean, you know. New York City used to be poor in the in, in the seventies and the mid seventies it was bankrupt. Yeah, and then that it was, was the show. hole that we crawled out of. You know, it was never intended to be that way. And not that that, not that that changes the history, the beautiful history that we have of the hardcore scene, the punk scene, and everything that happened in the city, which which was so incredible. But this is really is like you know what I mean. I mean, this is co- sort of like the natural state of progression of a city. Oh. Um, I guess I. You know, that's the way I view it. And once again, some other company could have came in like Target or Starbucks and completely erased any inkling of what is in there. They there is some inkling that you could still see a little piece of it yeah. left in there. You're right. And that's, I, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I don't want to walk into a store and see a friggin' $30 friggin' vinyl record, $50 vinyl record that I know you can go get anywhere else for Ten. a third of the price, yeah. you know? Um, but it could be worse. It could be worse. There could be no, no, yeah. you know. I don't know. I, no, actually, I actually met John Valvados. There was one night after we did, the, every, mm. after, um, 
I went to go hang out down at um, East Village Radio when those guys did the Black and Blue Takeover. And it was me and Eddie Leeway and a bunch of other people. There's probably about a dozen of us. We went downstairs to, it was a, oh, what the fuck ball was that? I don't know. I don't even drink. But Three we, Cups? No, it wasn't Three of Cups. It was downstairs. Three of Cups? No, it wasn't Three of Cups. <laughs> yeah. Berlin. Three of Cups, yeah. Berlin. Oh, okay. Berlin, okay. Berlin. The place yeah. that the dude that, uh, what's his name? Who Jesse. Jesse. Jesse, yes. uh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Mallon. Jesse yeah. Mallon, yes. Yeah. He had basically just opened up that spot. Okay. And I went down there. I was with Glenn from Nova Demon and Billy Club There was a whole bunch of us went down there. And John Valvados was there. And I shook his hand, and we were, you know, had a couple little words. Seems like a sweetheart of a guy. Mm. And it was weird. Like, Jimmy G was down there and all this. And everyone was just like... That's John Valvados. You know, for me, you know, I, I like I said, like I went up to him and I said, "What's up?" and blah blah blah. But he was he was hanging out and he seemed like a really cool guy. Mm. So I mean, we lost all the old venues, man. Yeah. Wetlands is I gone. I still don't understand when they were doing all those benefits at CB's in the end, and mm. all those bands came out mm-hmm. to like raise all this money. All these rock stars that claim that you know they love the spot. Mm-hmm. How is it that it didn't end up in some other hands where? Mm-hmm. You know, right. it could be like a music sure, venue sure. still, or you yeah. know what I mean. I don't get it. You know, you got people like Bono talking about that shit. Yeah. You know, that's a huge space too. You know what I mean? So, like, like, how did it end up a clothing store? Right. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like what Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl, with, yeah. with that that famous studio on the West Coast, right? Did you see that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. sort of like that. Yeah. Sort of yeah. like that. Like like some but big but, name coming in and taking it over. But, that's but, a real, but also too like. Hilly died right after it closed, did it? Did he not? Or was yes, it? Yes. It was very short. It was, it was yeah, right after. Sure, yeah. Right after it closed. This kind of so, stuff involved. And, yeah, and, and you got to think too, like you know, for Hilly to you know have that. I got to be honest. If it was my place, like say I have Lucky Thirteen for the next fucking thirty years, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. And you know, and I'm kind of on my deathbed. You know right. what I mean? I know. You know what I mean? Like, am I gonna be like, you know what? We had a fucking great run. Right. Let's just fucking call it quits. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Rather than put it in the hands of somebody else. Yeah, also, can you even call it the same? Yeah, know, and I mean that's the, the you know that was his baby and sure. like his family. You know what yeah. I mean? So like you know, uh, you know, there's those decisions also. Sure. You know, do you want to just sure. do you want to give it to sell it to somebody else, or do you want to fucking call it quits and say, hey, we did it, we fucking made our mark. Right, you know what right, I mean? Yep. So did you guys sure. eat there? What? Did you eat at CB's? Eat at CB's? The no. pizza place oh. next door. Uh, <laughs> no, I never <laughs> ate at CB's. <laughs> I used to drink 40s outside <laughs> and then go to the show and have a couple of drinks, then go somewhere wherever I wound up to eat some You'll nonsense. get some fucking Indian food at the gas station? No, <laughs> no Indian food. No, I'd go get like a fucking bagel or something at some deli where I would just sop pizza, up my nonsense. But, you know, I was getting it for free at times when I was out in the street, so yeah. it but, was what it was. You know, it sucks too, though. Like, like Continental actually had an opportunity to kind of take the reins after fucking CB's closed. They mm. dropped and, the ball. And the, big yeah, time. And, big then he, time. and then he fucking, you know, Trigger's a fucking lunatic. I agree. But, you know, he ended up taking that and making it a college bar. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So They wouldn't let me in because I was wearing a bandana one time. Oh, no, he's what? a fucking lunatic. That's fucking cunt. And but I'm thinking, can... I'm like, I saw people take mic stands and throw them through the ceiling. Yeah. You know, like, I see like, Murphy's Law in there like, like fucking 20 times. Yeah. And but, I'm wearing a bandana, you know? But he, but he can wear his fucking Asian, mm-hmm. his uh, little fucking Asian <laughs> <Man>. hat. <laughs> what a staple, what though, seeing that guy. What the fuck is an Asian guy? hat? You've never seen the fucking he owner? Like that a... big Oh, it looks like a drum cymbal? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, you nice. Ne- you never seen him, Trigger? Speaking of which, that's on Warped Tour, everybody was wearing those. Oh, were they? Yeah. A whole bunch of Triggers around. Kind of have a bad taste in my mind. When I think about Continental, yeah, yeah, I th- a lot of people do because yeah. he was a dick. Yeah, you he know banned I mean? Home Thirty Three. I mean, I, I 
it's it's out there now. Fuck it, it was many years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. he banned. But why? Why? Why specifically? Oh, I remember the night very well. <laughs> <laughs> Care to pontificate? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, I. Uh, it was it was a regular show. It was mm. it, it was a lot of people there. I jumped out in the crowd, and then I jumped onto the bar, <coughs> and I sang from the bar for a second. So I guess at one point when I jumped back into the crowd, I knocked over some drinks and mm-hmm. or maybe smashed a glass or something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was enough to get us banned, and uh, we had some shows. That got that. you banned? Exactly. That got us banned from Continental, and um, and we had a show at Acme Underground that got us banned because there were phone calls being made. Mm-hmm. And um, the only place that still let us play was uh, was CB's. What happened to Acme too? That was mm-hmm. weird. that just kind of left. That's still there, yeah. man. It's still there. I don't know what's downstairs. It's though. a restaurant, or it's a it's a restaurant. It's still, upstairs. the restaurant still upstairs. Yeah, Acme is still what, upstairs. What, what's downstairs? Because I honestly, I played a show there not that long ago. I mean, less than. Well, let me think. Maybe, maybe six or seven years ago, I played a show there. But I played there yeah. about that time you ago know. too. I should go there and do spoken word. Jimmy's. Oh, did, what, didn't we talk about this? You were going to do a monologue. Wait. What, what, yeah. Wasn't Wasn't that the thing? Well, was, I was going to submit because I work in an elementary <laughs> school. I was going to submit to the principal a play that the children should do, all about the Charles Manson murders. That's right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would go over too well. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Either, man. Yeah. So, um, you know, you just mentioned Home Thirty Three. Yeah. And um, so, when did that band start? Were you one of the founding members? Just to yeah, um, there was this hardcore band um, that was around New York at the time called Opposition. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys remember them. They were they were. What amazing. year was this? This was around. Opposition was around probably from like '92 until about '94. Mm-hmm. And um, it was Cooper was in the band who was in Die One Sixteen and Made Out of Babies and mm. Kissing Goodbye and all those bands. Okay. He started all those bands, um, but. That was his band, and I was a huge fan. Like, mm. I was at every opposition show, like, up front, just me and mm. two other people. <laughs> All right. and, uh, Sometimes that happens. And I didn't understand why people didn't appreciate them. And, um, and then uh, at, they were kind of having their band issues or whatever. And then um, Eric um, and Cooper started playing with Gavin, mm-hmm. and then they started Die 116. So during that time, I, the rest of the guys from opposition, I was like, do something with me. Bushman just broke up. Do something with me, yeah. you know? And um, and so basically, the guys from opposition started Home Thirty Three with me, mm-hmm. and um, we started playing like every we we just, we wanted to play anywhere and just any type with any type of band. Um, our shows were at the craziest dive bars like uh, Nightingale's Bar and mm-hmm. uh, uh, the gas station. I don't know if you guys remember the gas uh, of station. Of course, that was Gigi Allen's <laughs> last show too. Yeah, was at the man. gas station. Yeah. I love. Dirty, filthy little. Yeah, I was never the there. Walls, Where man. was the gas station? I was never there. It was Avenue C. C, I believe. Avenue C. And I was there I once, and I saw. This is the Wayne Reed now, so it gets so sad when I'm yeah. yeah. I saw there was. What <laughs> See, the that's f- what I'm saying. That's yeah. I was there <laughs> once, and I saw this band. What the fuck were they called? Black Rain. Mm-hmm. And they used to bang on like garbage cans. And they had I no. Think I remember them. You remember mm-hmm. that? They were band? like, uh, yeah, they, yeah, I think I, yeah, did they play naked sometimes too? Uh, probably. All right, yeah. The I show that I, I was at, they yeah. weren't naked. But, All right. But <laughs> it wouldn't fucking surprise me. At that time frame at the gas station, yeah. you're going to see a band playing, banging on like fucking 55 gallon drums and regular garbage cans and garbage can lids and shit. Yeah. It was just noise, gas cans. I totally think I remember that. And some dude screaming about who the fuck knows. Yeah. I don't know. Man, but yeah, Black Rain and I couldn't even tell you. I was there once in like '92 or '91. 
So other Alec, than that, you guys know Alec. Uh, he plays in Baldwin. Uh, no, no. Well, oh. yeah. You do you know him? Not personally. <laughs> <laughs> he plays in um and Leftover Crack and Choking Victim and all those bands like that. But at the time, he was uh, um, playing in a ska band called Agent Ninety Nine, and uh, Profile Records was kind of. Uh, snooping around and like all these like dive bars like looking for bands or whatever they were doing so they were like in this negotiation with Agent 99 right so uh, Alec is in an office like and he had a Walkman and he had the a Home 33 demo and his Walkman and uh, the guy Fred Feldman from Profile was like what are you listening to he's like oh this man Home 33 is the demo so he puts it in and uh, he's like the very next day we got a call to mm come up to the profile office so okay to make a long story short like we ended up on profile records which is like it was a subsidiary another planet right um but i was bugging out because at the time i was like you know who wasn't like a huge leeway fan yeah i was just gonna say because i think i think profile i think profile records i think they want to expire like that's the first thing yeah exactly all the time you know so i sweated those records you know so that was a big deal you know so we uh we we got signed and we uh we went to do the record up in Woodstock with uh, this guy Danny Ilchuk, who was in Roguish Armament. Was it Apple? I saw them once too. Yeah, at the Limelight with Leeway. Yeah, they were good friends with Leeway and uh, Bad Brains. Yeah, they. Uh, I think that uh, Danny actually did a bunch of Leeway demos. Okay, he might have. I don't know. Eddie can can correct me if I'm wrong. I talked to him. I talked to him, but. They might have worked on Adult Crash. I think they might okay. have been the guys who recorded that album. All right. Which but is a very slept on Leeway they, record. I love every Leeway Me record. Me too. I'm the only one. But nah, you ain't the only one because I'm, I'm I here. Have, I have mad debates. Like when I'm at Leeway shows, play open mouth kiss songs. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. Play fucking. So, you know, when, when you were up in Woodstock, um, was it what studio? Was it at Applehead? It was Applehead okay, Studios. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. And man. I know that the Bad Brains did a lot of demos there. That's what I heard. Yeah. And so we're there with Danny Ilchuk, and, and he you know so tight with the bad brand so I was freaking out to be so close but yet so far away you know mm-hmm. and so one day I'm sitting there and um, and they're doing like guitar shit for days mm-hmm. and I'm bored out of my mind and it's that little cabin have you mm-hmm. been there yeah okay. I have. and so uh, in comes Dr. No there you go I couldn't believe that shit. <laughs> and that was the first time I met Dr. So no. You fanboyed out? I fanboyed the fuck out. <laughs> of course I you was did. sitting down on the floor reading something, and he walked in. I realized it wasn't. I stood up. He stood up. And when I stood up, he goes, sit down. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I didn't know what to sit. <laughs> you were all fucked I didn't know up. what the fuck to do. That's awesome. But he hung out around there for like two days. like, uh, And I, I still to this day don't know what he spoke about with my guitar player, but he was in there with them for mm. at least a day mm. while he was getting his sounds and really? and stuff like that. So um, beautiful experience, man. And we were smoking a lot of weed, of course. Mm-hmm. And then he was telling me like stories about HR and the God of Love tour and all that shit that went down mm. with... Him going to jail in Kansas, and yeah. I'm sure you've heard. I've heard I've all heard that old, stuff, yeah. but that's what we discussed pretty much in the studio. So then, when it was time for us to leave, I'm like, I, I want to go say goodbye. I was cheesing out, fanboy, all uh-huh. this shit. So Dan is like, Yeah, we'll stop by Doc's house. I couldn't fucking believe it. So we drive up there. We drive up to his house, and um, his wife was stopping by and bringing us like cookies and. Mm. And just treats like while we were recording. So I bought like this huge thing of flowers and shit like for her and like mm-hmm. oh, that's awesome. left it on the stoop because I'm knocking, I'm knocking, knocking, no one's answering. I'm knocking, I'm like mm-hmm. knocking, I'm like, oh, 
But no one came to the door. I left that on the stoop. And I didn't see him again for years after that, like face to face. Yeah. But uh, that was a great experience, man. I'm sure. Yeah. That was a great experience. But Home 33 is where I really cut my teeth in the hardcore scene. Mm-hmm. Right. When that record came out, we started, you know, playing like with all these crazy bands like 108. And mm-hmm. we played with H2O and all their like early shows. Early shows. Yeah. So I'm on Revelation posted a flyer just my yesterday. Um, it was a, a show. It was 108, Home 33, Mouthpiece, Mouthpiece. and um, H2O. H2O was way at the bottom mm. of the bill. Yeah. Probably <laughs> only... Was it like... like they probably had a demo out. They had that one song yeah. for a while, that song My Love Is Real. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they put out that one first, that first record, mm. and they blew the fuck up. <laughs> exactly, Ridiculous. Man. That's actually right around the time when, when me and you kind of met. Exactly. Yeah. That was around the time because yeah. you were doing Dead Air. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember, like, uh, we got such a good response from your crowd. Mm-hmm. And that was actually, like, like outside of, like, the dive before we started playing with 108 and all those like Downset and all those bands mm-hmm. um, Dead Air was the, the first time we were in front of like a big crowd mm-hmm. I have a great Dead Air impression <laughs> yeah do it us oh that was very cool fucking you like that that's yeah. it that a lot, nobody knows what the fuck I even, that, that yeah. even meant just now yeah. anyway us. so you were saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know I gotta fuck with you okay um, yeah but but where where was the first show you, you played with us? It was at some bar in Brooklyn. I, I Lauderbacks. Yes. Yeah, that Lauderbacks. was the name of it, Remember man. The, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I was never there, but I the, the sign was up there for a long yeah, fucking time. Yeah. And when we first opened up Lucky 13, um, Lauderbacks, I think it just closed mm-hmm. or not it's long right, before that. It's such a it's such a weird space. It was like on, in like the teens on like 7th Avenue. It was on right 16th of, Street. Yeah. Like 16th Street. Yeah. And, and what a weird place, though. That place was really weird. It was. No, Prospect. It was on Prospect, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was like, we were like impressed. Like, we couldn't believe it. You know, we were playing to like, you know, our friends. Mm-hmm. And to roll up there and to see like that whole bar packed out, mm-hmm. you know, with just like interesting people, you know, mm-hmm. not just hardcore people, but yeah. just really cool people. And, and for them to dig what we were doing mm-hmm. was like huge for us, you mm-hmm. know. We did a few shows, I think. Yeah, we right? did. We did. Mm-hmm. We did like a bunch of shows that year. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'd say, I want to say that was like early 95. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. What year did you, what year did you work at Trash and Vaudeville? Ooh. <laughs> Did you I, uh, even know that I knew that you worked there? I didn't know you knew that I worked because there. Because there's, there's a certain incident that it could be almost musically, almost life-changing that happened to you while you were working in there, bringing it back to the person that we mentioned before, Prince. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I definitely had an encounter with Prince there. I know a you did. A very embarrassing encounter with I Prince. I know yeah. you did. You posted it, and I read that whole thing, and I was like, wow. But my favorite experiences, uh, that's obviously not it. No. <laughs> were, were, uh, <laughs> were hanging out with the Ramones, man. I got to know Dee Dee pretty well. That's mm. awesome. And um, I, I sold Joy his leather jacket like pretty much like every other year when he needed a new oh, leather no jacket for at least like six, seven years. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I... I had so many great experiences working there. I mean, I, they didn't pay me shit. Right. Well, um, you must have, must have met a lot of cool people over there. Because huh? I was just this little, you know, black punk kid, and I just, like, all my idols were coming through there, man. Right, right, like, right, right. Every Dude, single you're right. Them, you're like, right there in the fucking hotbed at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where right. everybody miss, went. Yeah. Everybody went. And, like, Dr. Yeah. Jimmy's been around for years, so everybody Let me mow the head. Every, I mean, everybody. Yeah. yeah. And I had, I had conversations with these people, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that was like a like a rock and roll school for me. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like I got in, I, you know I got into Iggy Pop through mm-hmm. working there. 
appreciating him. I met him there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it was a big deal. I'll never forget the, uh, how I met Dieter Ramon because I didn't know who he was for like at least two months. Mm. Um, and he was coming in and saying hi to me. And I just was having conversations with this dude. I thought mm-hmm. he was a cool dude. I thought, he, I thought I was like, you know, thought he was a junkie or something. But right. <laughs> I, did, I didn't, you know, I thought he was cool. Yeah. So then one day I'm standing there just talking to him. And because uh, he looked totally different than he did in the records. Mm-hmm. And... Um, one of my friends walks in and he's just like standing there with his mouth open, just just staring at us talking. Mm-hmm. So then Didi leaves and he goes, "Do you do you know who you were just fucking talking to?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, he's cool, man. You know him. He's a junkie, I think, but but he's cool." <laughs> <laughs> nice. And he's like, he's like, "Dude, that's fucking Didi Ramon." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I didn't even know who the fuck he was. And uh, then I just went on this fucking Ramones kick for like. Mm. A while, and so I went to see my first Ramon show around that time, and Didi wasn't in the band. I never seen them live. No. It was amazing, man. Never was, seen them live. Yeah, I never got they to see were. them live either. And you know who I never seen live? Who? Motorhead. Yeah. For yeah. some yeah, reason, I never seen them live. Never saw them live. I never saw Motorhead, but I did get to meet Lemmy at. Uh, yeah, that's that, that's why it's in my head. Yeah. You yeah. Said, you just I got to meet him at the Rainbow. Yeah. Years ago, yeah. That rules. Briefly, you mean meeting Lemmy? It's like he's like hello. Dude, but yeah, <laughs> that's all right. Dude, so I'm, gonna, I'm curious about the Prince story now. Oh, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm working one and day. I know, wait, wait, yeah. But my condolences on Prince, man. Thank name. you, man. I yeah. have a Prince I'm sorry. Like too. I'm sorry. Yes. You know, and um, Ryan took it very hard. I did take it very hard, man. I know. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm at Trash, and my job some days, besides doing garbage and selling like tight pants, uh, <laughs> my job some days were to just to check people's bags, you know. I had a very, very interesting thing to happen with Ace Freely once where I told him to go fuck himself because he didn't want to check his bag, but mm. stuff like that. So, anyway. There you go. Entitled yeah. fucking rock Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. you know who I am? And I'm like, I'm yeah, going to go fuck, fuck yourself. You are. Your bag yeah. fucking stinks. Yeah. Freely's Comet? Yeah. Rock Bull Soldiers bags. Come? Yeah. Rock yeah. Soldiers Go? Oh, is that what that is? I don't even <laughs> know what you're even saying. I actually right didn't know who the fuck he was because yeah. yeah, I was too I'm pumped for that, but, yeah. you know. And then someone later told me, let's do from Kiss. I'm like, oh, shit. Anyway. Um, so I'm at work, bored out of my mind, and like uh, this, three cars pull up with a huge stretch car in the middle and one car in the front, one car in the back. Was it purple? It wasn't purple. Okay. It wasn't purple. <laughs> I think I think everything was white. Okay. And as, if I'm not mistaken, he was wearing a white suit. Okay. Mm. And all of his guards were wearing black. Mm. Oh, so it was just a fucking spectacle. It was a fucking spectacle. <laughs> so there's some like little squatter girl like. Like sitting outside trash and Volvo like every day, and um and I hear this is what I hear. This is how I find out that it's fucking Prince. I hear yo Prince, man, he changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. Uh, that's Did awesome. you hear a response? Did he respond? I have no idea. <laughs> but, yo, the fact that someone asked Prince if you could spare any change—that's that awesome. fucking that great. Awesome. That's gold. That fucking rules. So I'm standing there, and this guy walks in and kind of you know like. Walks but what was going through your head though when you heard that? Were you like, "Holy fuck, Prince is here"? Were you just like, my heart started being fast, so I was sweating. <laughs> I, I, I read like stomach started fucking. You know, yeah. I, 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 re- I read mad books on him, so I knew that he didn't do autographs or didn't do anything silly like that. I know so much about his music, and I felt like. For some reason, I said stupid shit to him that day. Uh, I mean, like, because you were fucking fanboying. I was fanboying the fuck out, yeah. man. And uh, he walked in, and uh, the guy in front of him, and the guy in back of him, and a bunch of guards outside. And uh, he just looks around and goes, nah, nah, nah. And one guy just starts piling a bunch of shit on his arms, like a lot of shit. 
And then he gets towards the register, towards the door, and goes, nah. Really? Yeah, and then the guy puts everything back. Uh. So then he's walking out and walking past me, and I'm like, yo, Prince. <laughs> and Yo, Prince. <laughs> After all the reading, the books, the the so much time invested, you get that. Yo, Prince. That rules. Yeah. I would do some dumb shit like that too. That's yeah. fucking great. He turns around and walks up to me at the at the back check, and, and he goes, uh, "Yes." And I go, uh, "Can you scribble something on this paper for my little sister? Like uh, she, she." I was trying to say something. I don't yeah. know what the fuck I was trying yeah. to say. You were all fucked. And then he's like, he's like, I don't do that. <laughs> and then everyone in the store goes, ooh. Ooh. Then he starts to walk out, and I'm like, you don't have to be an asshole about it. <laughs> 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 so I went home. You called Prince an asshole. I did. Yeah. That rules, too. I, I went home and took all my vinyl records, and I saw I turned on fear and I was playing fury aloud that's too many of us that's too many of us and I started <laughs> smashing the fucking records and tossing them out the fucking window it took me years to collect those records but you again. did not smash Purple Rain I smashed Purple Rain bro you did? I smashed every I thought Prince there was something that you didn't that, that you didn't oh, smash there is one that I kept though, a purple one a single uh, see that's what I'm thinking yeah, purple yeah. Purple Rain there is something right. purple I know I, I do fucking damn, research you, damn that's dope man come on man that's that's cool. I don't know if it's dope I just happen to read your fucking post after he died <laughs> I just remember it yeah man but uh, I'm happy that I worked there I mean like I said they didn't pay me shit but but I had a lot of cool experiences there man met, met everybody I mean, I mean the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on mm. you know who was the coolest person you met that kind of stands out um, I would I would have to say that uh, I had a very, very uh, well. The, definitely the Ramones. That was it because they didn't seem like you know you forget that they were famous from the way that they t- you know acted around people. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. just like local dudes, and I would see Joy at Coney Island High and at, and at Continental, and then after a while you're just like, oh, that's Joy, that's Dee Dee. Yeah, know, it wasn't yeah, even yeah. like that's what I love about fucking yeah. hardcore and punk rock, man. Yeah, that's what I love about it. But uh, I had a very uh, interesting uh, um, situation that happened with Dave Navarro there mm. from uh, James Addiction. <laughs> you hate that motherfucker. Yeah, I don't like it. I I, listen, I, I, listen, I'll be honest with you. That first little live James Addiction thing, I like. I like fucking nothing shocking. And I like Ritual Daily Habitual. I like James Addiction shit. I ain't going to lie. But Dave Navarro was like a cunt. I had, I had an issue with Dave Navarro once. Oh, you did? Did you? Yeah, did, yeah, 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 yeah. Did he give him a the story? Johnny's heard the story a million story. times. I know the story. Uh, no, well, I, we went, I went to dinner. With, my friend owns a restaurant. We went to dinner at this restaurant. And um, I was with my now wife. And we were there. And Dave Navarro happened to be there. And my friend was like, listen, we're going to go out to the club afterwards. I'm going to see if I can get Dave to come. I'm like, all right, we'll go. So whatever. Long story short, we went. And like, I was hanging out with Dave. We were having a fucking great night, all those kind of shit. You know, had a couple moments, like whatever, just fucking totally bullshitting all night long, whatever. So then like, uh, I don't know, fucking two nights go by. My girlfriend's sitting in bed, like she's on her phone. I'm like, oh, who are you talking to? She's like... Dave Navarro just hit me up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that motherfucker. Like, he wow. knew we were like, oh, yeah. so, I mean, he knew we were serious, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, and he's like, you know, asking her to come to his hotel. And listen, she was really cool about it. She was like, uh, she's like, oh, you know, no, but, <laughs> but my boyfriend's band's playing and, you know, St. Vitus next week if you want to come. You know? <laughs> so, yes. And of course, he's not going to come, but yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah he it was definitely like, seems like a player. Yeah, dude, I'm like, we hung out all night long and like, I left going like, wow, Dave's a cool guy, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. to turn around 
to do that shit, I was fu- I was I was kind of hurt. I was a little hurt. Oh, <laughs> you had your feelings hurt. Yeah, I was a little pissed. I'm, I'm were a, you pissed or were I'm you hurt? Fan, I was I'm pissed. a fan of uh, <laughs> Dave Navarro's guitar playing. Uh, the Deconstruction album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, that. I I like that, that Deconstruction yeah, also. I like Early album. Jane's also. Yeah, I love yeah, Jane's. I love all too. the Jane stuff. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Deconstruction record is up there in one of my like top ten favorites of all time. Yeah. So this was around 94 when he was doing that whole Chili Pepper shit. Mm-hmm. And he comes into Trash and Velvet. I didn't recognize him at all. Mm. He had on sunshades, short hair at the time. And I thought he was just like, he was real tan, but I thought he was just like some Mexican dude shopping. Mm-hmm. Honestly. So I'm... Looking at him, just watching the dude shop, and then I see him pick up a shirt, take the shirt off the hanger, and then roll it up and put it under his arm. And, um, like, totally hiding it, like, concealing it, you know? Wow. And then he starts going, like, towards the, the, the front door. And um, I go, hey, man, what, where the fuck are you going with that shirt? Mm. And he says, yo, man, here you go. You, uh, you can have it back. I wasn't trying to steal this. Mm. And I was like, yeah, all right, whatever, man. And I mm. just snatched the shirt from him. He goes, can I still shop around? Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes and he's in the back and he's looking at jeans and everything. And, and I'm like standing over him, giving him hard looks, giving him shit, you know, like giving him short answers, being real rude. And so then like he goes into the fitting room, comes out, trying on his jeans, lifts up his glasses for a second. And I'm staring at him I'm like, damn, he looks familiar. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh no! <laughs> I'm like fuck. <laughs> so I walk up to him, like, uh, 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 are you dating Navarro? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Yeah, man, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to steal that shirt. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, it's cool, man, it's cool. He goes, Is it? I'm like, No, it's cool. It's cool. I'm a huge James fan, man. I'm a huge James fan. Mm-hmm. He's like, Prove it. I'm like, What? I'm like, uh, you start belting out fucking Jane says or some stupid shit <laughs> everybody knows. I'm like, I saw Jane's Ritual the Habitual tour at the Ritz. Um, this band, the Butt Pecs, opened up. Uh, it was a six show. I snuck in through the back. I'm telling this. And word, word around the campfire is that Jane is done with Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, nah, man. Butt Pecs didn't open that show. He like, it was 24 7 Spies. I was like, no, man, it was the Butt Pecs. Mm. He's like, Shit, it was the butt packs. He's like, whatever fucking happened to them? I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, did you put this on? I was blasting bad brains on mm. Raw Sessions. And, he, and he's like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, and then we got in this conversation about bad brains. Mm. Stayed there for like an hour. Being on the guest list to a Chili Pepper show. Cool ass motherfucker at the end. But mm. I still think he was t- trying to sell that shirt. Yeah. yeah. I'm like pretty positive that that's like a thing with them. Yeah. yeah. You know, they wrote the song. It's yeah. true. Uh-huh. I think that's like some kind of like... Just to do it, yeah. To see yeah. if I can yeah. get away yeah. with shit. Yeah. For now he tries yeah. stealing people's girlfriends. <laughs> oh, oh god! Yeah. Now you know he just charges uh, tattoos. What yeah. the fuck? Well, and uh, I, uh, <laughs> who, who would want that guy's friggin' life for? for I don't know. I don't know. Call him Electra. I heard. Well, I, I, I heard some stories about I him lately. Like him for that yeah. day. I know someone. I know somebody that works on that show, mm. and um, they said that um, he's fucking lost his mind. Really? They said, listen, if anybody else kills themselves, mm. it's going to be fucking wow, Dave Navarro. Wow, that's sad to hear. Yeah, because apparently, like, they were filming the last... Uh, he, apparently, he's not doing that. He's do, he's, he was doing that Ink Master show, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And apparently, like, he lost his mind so much. Like, the last couple they had to film, they had to take clips from, like, other shows and kind of 
make it look like he was there. And then oh. they had they had wow. a stand-in, basically standing there, like watching the tattoo artist from the back. And they had to draw the actual tattoos on this wow. person to like because he wasn't capable of like fucking. Was he shooting junk there. again? No, apparently no. He's just fucking having a mental breakdown. Wow, that's terrible, man. What the hell's happening, man? That no. movie, though, about his mother getting murdered was pretty good. You guys see I that documentary? See that. No. What was no. that? Why does that sound so familiar? It's called, called Morning Sun. I heard about that. I, I think see it's called that? Morning Sun. I heard like about that. that. I actually saw John Joseph post about it saying it was a great documentary. I'm like, wow. And so I went and I found it. And it was, man. Like, his mother was uh, murdered and stuffed in a closet and crazy shit. I heard shit. about that somewhere. Yeah, but he, kept, he confronted the killer on the documentary. It was... It was wow. It was, uh, it was really good, shit. yeah. Yeah, it, really? Was, it was a really good documentary. How old man. is it? I want to say it's about two years old. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. I got to check that out. I got to watch that. Maybe I won't hate, yeah. Dave, hate, hate Dave Navarro anymore. I'll just wow. feel bad. Oh, that's it. No, yeah, you're going to feel bad. It's, yeah, he pulls on your heartstrings. Because he's got, you know, mommy issues. He some shit. Yeah. yeah some definitely went through a lot of shit. Yeah. Let's talk about ache. Ache, ache, ache. Ache. Yeah. Yes. Well, I was writing down the morning sun. Yeah, see that? But they give me shit. Oh, you're always on your phone. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Someone give me a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> yeah let's, what is thank it? you, man. I'll, I'll, what is it? Um, Jack and Coke. Yeah. Jack and Coke. Yeah. I'll go grab it. Yeah. Hold down the fort, there, guys. Right. I'll, right. be, I'll be I'll be back one? in thirty seconds. You got me one, same thing. Jack you, and soda. You need money? Yeah. Just just, just tell Andy to put them on my tab. Yo, you should you should call Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's call oh, Andy. Yeah, call Andy. Andy. Yeah, call Andy. This is so great. Excellent. This is the new segment. Every once in a while. I love this. This is my favorite. You gotta turn your turn your ringer on. You gotta turn your ringer on. This is what we do now. This is fucking great. So everybody, if you're listening, go pee. We'll do whatever you got to do. <laughs> I actually got to pee, too. Yeah. Well, he's got to know it's me. because. Of course. Bye. Hey, can I get a delivery, please? What do you want? Can I get a, a Jack and Coke, a Jack and Soda, and a Miller High Life, please? Okay. What am I on the pit top oh, of the I'm sorry. list? And a, and a, and a ginger ale. <laughs> Andy, do you fucking hang up on me, you motherfucker? <laughs> he did. It's so infuriating when someone does that. Yeah. Andy. Oh, I can't blame <laughs> that, him. Dude, that's recorded. That's great. Andy, nothing. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is, it's, I love doing that. It's great. Yeah. Because you can totally hear it on the, and like in the mic. So yeah. It comes out in the podcast perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Jeff did it right. I think Jeff, I did it right. I think, he, I think he did. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we were talking about Ake. Ake. Yeah. You can buy that record at risingpulserecords.com. Yes, you can. can. Yeah. See, I'm the fucking, just call me Jimmy the Plug Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that fucking means. Yeah, no, I know. You just, that's a little, is that a gay reference? I was going to say the butt plug machine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's not veer off into this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Ake. Ake. Um, yeah, man. Like, it's been a blast, man. Like, playing Ake. Like, Ake is pretty much the band I always kind of wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. That was a lot of it's years. It's fucking hard. Oh, thank you, man. Thank it's you. hard. Yeah. The record's great. Thank yeah. you, man. Thank how you. Demos are great. How many, how many, how long have you guys been together? 14 years. <laughs> I, it's, it's only been about uh, two and a half years. I was going to say, like you're full of shit. Like, <laughs> you're so gullible. <laughs> you looked at me like a deer in headlights, like, oh. Uh. Yeah, you almost got me. I'm like, no, I don't you think so. You got me. And it I might know be three answer. years now. Yeah. <laughs> And it was relatively new. Life. Yeah. Actually, you said, played, it, yeah. you said it with such conviction. Thank I you, know. Andy. Thank you so well, much. Well, it's all about Thank you, Andrew. Well, well, Ake played the first Veterans Benefit Enjoy with that. Murphy's Law. Playing radio over. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for playing radio. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a wild show, man. That was a great show. That was a fun show. Yeah, I can't. Matter of fact, wait. I just I mentioned that. 
Shout out to Drew Stone because he just put out the 10 questions with me. And oh, yeah, what's that about? 10 questions with Jimmy fucking Ferrari. No, no. He's done There's no backstory. He does that. He does that. He's does been doing that for a long time. With, uh. Yeah, he started, he started doing it before the New York Hardcore Chronicles film. He's done it with everybody from like Jimmy G to Ezak to Scam Dust to the Sick of It All John guys. John Machia. To, uh, yeah. Him, this, you did it yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, right. yeah, this guy, Meat with Eyes. Yeah. Meet with eyes. Yeah, I don't know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's a cool band name. Meet yeah. with eyes. Yeah, nut job is a good band name. Nut job is a good name. How about nut job? And the album title is Meet with Eyes. Yeah, we can have. I don't play shit, so me and Ryan are gonna have to just yell. <laughs> yeah, 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 we, can have, we can have a, call, a song called Salty Ball Polenta. Name of the first EP. All right, so let's get back to this. Ake's been together for nearly three years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a blast, man. Like. uh we we uh me and matt like uh I, I wanted to play with him for a long time when i when i first met him um he i found out he was from dc and all that kind of stuff like that and and i worshiped like you know who doesn't worship like shit that came out of dc mm-hmm. but he kind of had that mentality you know right. what i mean mm-hmm. so um he, at the time he was an abject you know but and i was going to abject shows and and seeing him jump around i was like man this kid got crazy stage presence from dc man i wish that i could play with this guy one of these days so when Abject broke up, like I just kind of jumped on it, you know, mm. and um, he started helping out me and my drummer, Ryan, because we had a project that didn't work out, and um, and now we have this man. I'm so happy with it, you know. Mm. There was a lot of years I wasn't doing shit. I want to say from like 2000 to about 2009. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I'm even doing anything right now is like a huge deal for me. So mm-hmm. I don't take anything for granted, man. Like every show is important to me. Mm. What yeah. happened between them, 2000 and 2009? Man, I just got depressed, man. Home 33 broke up around 1999, and um, I really sunk into like a deep depression because I I dedicated so much to to that band and to hardcore and like and I wasn't doing shit and I was working a shitty job and uh, and I, I remember Shaka from Burn Sammy during that time around 99 and he like. I could tell that he was just trying to, I think the reason why he even did this for me was because he was trying to cheer me up. Right, right, but right. he took me out on tour mm. with Orange 9mm on their last tour and I went around the whole country and so all of So the Canada. underrated band. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Hell yeah. And, um, and, I, and that kind of um, made me want to really do it again. So I'll, I spent years trying to just like find musicians who would play with me. I did so many auditions and bullshit. I mean, I, I recorded a demo for, uh, for you guys heard this band called Drowning Man? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I recorded a demo for them and uh, and reject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I started a project with um, Alex and um, and uh, from the Gaslight Anthem. Yeah. We had like this little um, this little project right before they did that, and that didn't work out. Um, then there's just countless projects that. I, I did that just didn't work out. Right, and it takes so long. Sure. I know how yeah. it is. It takes so long to put a band together. Yeah, that, sure. That, that, that will stay together. That will stay together, yeah. that you want to work with. Right. That, that really... They want to work with you. You're like, yeah. It's like a relationship. It trying is. to find a fucking... It's true. Oh, oh, oh you see? <laughs> well, I turned my phone back he turned on. It back on. on. Oh, oh, yeah, but you got to shut it back off. Well, anyway. So, um... So things have been good with Ake, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fade away. Yeah, yeah, it's been good, man. We played like... You know what we we played with Fishbone this year, man. Yeah, I saw it, dude. That was yeah, I saw yeah, that that's too. fucking awesome. That, man. that you know, my first stage job ever was at a Fishbone show in the '80s. So 
that was like huge for me, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like full circle, like type shit. You know, mm-hmm. and to have like original members playing that night um, back in Fishbone for the first time in however many years that was was huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, afterwards, is, Rock, is Rocky George in? With Rocky Fishbone George is in the band, awesome. man. Rocky George is in the band currently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that fucking rules. That yeah, guy's right? been in so many bands, yeah. bro. Yeah, I just want yeah. to play with the Chrome. I just want to play yeah. with the Chrome. I also want to play with Chrome yeah. too. At we CB's. had CB's. That was with Burn and mm-hmm. didn't Burn play that show? Uh, possibly. Yeah, 2001, right? Maybe. I don't okay. remember. I, I remember what, seeing Fearless yeah. Vampire we, Killers, and I think that he was playing with them. Yeah. I wonder why he's not doing suicidal stuff anymore. I wonder why no, he's he not, hasn't I, been doing suicidal for years. It's been a long time, but yeah. now they're like... But they suicidal disappeared for a long time, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Not so. really, though. They've always been putting out shit suicidal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they just, I feel you like know, they disappeared they for a little while. No, they haven't disappeared. I think they've been touring. They just didn't come to the East Coast much right. yeah. for a long time. That's yeah. a bucket list. But imagine suicidal tendencies here at Lucky 13. Oh, my God. That'd be uh, amazing. I, I don't think shit. the stage could handle, handle fucking Mike Muir. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mike Muir. Oh, yeah, I don't think the stage could handle The greatest handle. front man ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I he agree. Is. He is. Yeah. Actually, um, Candiria toured with uh, um, Cro-Mags and Bad Brains. I think at that time Rocky George was playing guitar. I saw that show at Urban Plaza. Mm-hmm. Was am I right about that? Yeah, yeah, yep. Okay, yeah. He seems right. like he's a cool motherfucker. He's the is coolest he's... dude ever. Yeah. yeah, he's the coolest, sweetest guy ever. When I when I when I met him, when we went out with, uh, we toured with Hatebreed and Samsara, which was uh, Harley Harley's band with Rocky George, and I forget who else was in the band. I mean, at that point, I was meeting Harley Flanagan, and you know. Fucking Rocky world. George from Suicide. This is like one of our first tours we ever did. So I was wow. I was still a, a young guy in that regard, meeting people and stuff. And Rocky was really the kindest person. Yeah. Um, he took a liking to us because we were doing some like really weird music stuff. Angelo likes you guys. Yeah, Angelo, dude, he was. Yeah, because I because I talked man. to Angelo about you guys a few times. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. He yo, we were playing one day, like the first day we met Angelo. We were on tour with Bad Brains. It was that same tour, I guess. We were on tour with Bad Brains. And um, he introduced you guys at Urban Plaza, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He did. Yeah. But the first day we played, we got on that tour, first day of that tour, we're playing, and Angelo Moore was there on doing his, uh, like, I guess his like, spoken word thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, during our set, like the last song of our set, Angelo Moore comes out with like a conga strapped to him, and he just starts playing <laughs> percussion. And I'm playing, and I'm like, this is Angelo from Fishbone is on stage right now, just he just came up here and started playing with us. I'm like, he Kanye Wested you. He totally Kanye <laughs> us, man. but in the best way possible. I mean, what a, you know, like what a cool way to sort of start a tour and get yeah. to know somebody. And he turned out to be a sweetheart. I felt really bad for him. Um, him and his girl were on tour, and his car got broken into, and like his, you know, his laptops got stolen, and all of his gear got stolen. Oh damn! Mad money he lost. He was really down about that but anyway yeah rocky cool yeah. cool dude best nice. dude ever um so back to fishbone yeah. yeah that show was uh was incredible i did get injured no redeeming played that show too mm-hmm. um so fun so I, much fun that band i, I fucking like i it, it was a hell of a night man no redeeming and fishbone come mm-hmm. on yeah it I know was, you were bummed out that you couldn't make the barbecue a couple Sundays ago. So fucking bummed out. Man, he hit me up. Like, Yo, man, let me know what time is fish, what, what time is no redeeming going on. Blah, blah blah. I was like, well, they're scheduled to go on about a quarter to eight, but maybe a little bit later. You know, fuck, I'm in the city. This and that. I'll keep you posted. But I, know, I was, he was screwed out. that night, man. Yeah. And I, I go so way back with them. Just you bring them up, like. Um, I gave them their first show ever, man. No like, shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was at the pool bar. Um, that place I mentioned earlier downstairs, mm-hmm. and I, I'll never forget like that show with them because they came out in like these metal wigs, 
Oh they, god. They, yeah, they're, they're just fucking ridiculous. They and had like fun metal wigs and and, uh, and I was like, what the fuck? But they were hardcore as shit. Yeah. And then um and then fucking I, if not mistaken, and Dean and Kent can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they were throwing eggs at the crowd. Oh yeah. Probably. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were throwing eggs. With a guy dressed up like a chicken throwing yeah. eggs. I yeah. can I can absolutely <laughs> picture that. As it goes hand in hand, without a doubt. But uh and then I, I actually around ninety six, like I was in No Redeeming for a short time. Oh no shit. Yeah, like it was probably like a whole summer. Okay. And um I think I did only one performance with them at CB's. Okay. I jumped up on stage and did songs and, and they that was kinda like my introduction, hey Ryan's gonna be in the band kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um and then they were gonna go to Europe and they were playing shows with Shutdown, I think. And um and then I kinda backed out of it last minute because my heart was still in Home 33. We had just broken up, but I kind of wanted to still do it. Yeah. And then around that time was when I got the second lineup of Home 33 together. Got you. Yeah. So, but anyway, that night um, when we played with Fishbone, um, they played this 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 song called "Swim." I don't know if you guys know that song. It's like this real metal song for Fishbone. Okay. But it's about getting as crazy as you can, diving from whatever, you know. So I'm like, this is the first time probably ever I had like a backstage pass for these guys like yeah. this at, at this level. So I'm like, I'm going to take advantage of this fucking stage. So I yeah. did like this crazy dive. I'm on top of the crowd, rolling around and everything. Everything was fine. I, I fall into the pit. Then I get lifted back up. And when I get lifted back up, no one caught me. And I went head first onto the floor and the big thump. Doof. And... I think probably all of Gramercy heard that shit because, Uh, like, security came out, like, people came out to see if I was okay. I I stood up and started dancing, but... You kind of don't remember it? Yeah, some dude grabbed me. He's like, yo, man, be still. Be still, man, be still. I'm like, I'm cool, I'm cool. Be still. And then I had to push this dude off me. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know? So then I had this huge lump on my head, and uh, I went running backstage, and the guys from No Demon were, like, putting ice packs on my head and shit. And then, like... A few days later, like I started feeling dizzy, like a motherfucker. Oh, no. You were concussed. I don't. That's what everyone was saying. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went. And my insurance is all fucked up. It took me forever to finally get in front of a doctor. But when I did, um, they were like, "What happened?" <laughs> <laughs> Stage dive calamity. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when I told them, they were staring at me like, "I'm like, uh, you guys understand?" And they're like, "Yeah, we understand." <laughs> you know, but it was like but looking most, at you yeah. like underneath that underneath <laughs> fucking furled eyebrows, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So I was fine, I was fine, but uh, but that was a crazy ass fucking night. That's man. awesome though. Nice. Yeah, it's fucking Definitely. good bucket list shit right there. For yeah, you, man. big time, man. Yeah. If only I could play with Bad Brain someday. Hey, man, you never know. You never know. I that, hear that HR is doing a lot better. Yeah. They had, they had surgery and shit like that. That's what I hear. Yeah. So who the fuck knows, man? Everyone, yeah. you know, once it's oh, this band's dead, it'll never happen again. Next thing you know, it's like, uh, here they are, you know, sure. a, a final show or a quote unquote final show or just a one more time hit and mm-hmm. miss deal. You never know, man. Yeah. And since you know those guys and why not? Yeah. Maybe I'll book the bad brains here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should book Fireburn. Have you heard? I haven't yeah, heard them, but I heard of them. I heard them. about it. What a great lineup! Yeah, it's Israel's mm-hmm. new band, new band with Todd Youth mm-hmm. right. and um, Todd Jones from Nails, mm-hmm. and um, it's fucking killer, man. Is it? I heard it's, it's like fucking amazing. crazy hardcore. Like Dude, Todd Youth was out in California, right now, though, right? I'm really digging. But yeah, Todd Youth is in both of them. Yeah, oh, the new the new Blood Cot is really it's yeah. so good. I yeah. love it. What's it's got a really good eight. response to that yeah, fucking moment. I really love it. It's we, uh, so aggressive. We have uh, uh, three shows coming up. Um, the next show is August 26th. Um, it's at um, The Place in Brooklyn. 
And okay. it's, it's like uh, uh, Juan Diego Fest. Okay. And it's us and this band Come to Grief. And this band called Sunrod. Sunrod's uh, good. I like Sunrod. And, um, I've been to that place I've, several I, times. I'm trying to remember. My band was trying to get me to remember. Like, Ryan, you've been there. You've been there. There's, but I don't it's, know. There's a pizza place. It's on the corner. And okay. it's in Greenpoint. It's on the corner. Mm-hmm. And you walk yep. in. And it's a bar. And, they, and believe it or not, they have Banging pizza. Yeah. It's fucking banging pizza. And then you go through like it's this. It's very inconspicuous s- looking. Yeah. You'll walk through, there's no stage. Yeah. You'll walk through like this little corridor where there's like the ice machine and like a little small little kitchen. Then you walk into the back room. And it's a decent sized spot. The only thing I hate about it is there's, there's pillars in the middle of the fucking room. Oh, really? So it kind of, so you, if you're going crazy, you got to always like watch where you are or else you're going to fucking Oh, I'm smash. definitely going to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of bands. I've seen like Brick by Brick there. I, I've seen the EGA. There. I've seen a lot of bands. Are there. you? Um, you guys are playing with. Uh, you're doing a, a show and another show in Greenpoint. Yeah, we're playing. Um, like like a week later, we're playing with um, Burn mm-hmm. um, at uh, um, Diablo Fest. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's um, dope. there's a bunch of. I was telling. I was telling you earlier. There's, yeah. there's a bunch of hip hop bands I never heard of mm-hmm. that um, I went and checked out. Obviously, because we're on the bill with them. Mm-hmm. And man, there's some underground hip hop shit happening right now that's really good. Oh, you know what I mean? I was like surprised, man. I'm be honest. Like I kind of gave up on searching, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I, I like I'm kind of dialed in with certain hip hop, like radio play shit. Listen, my, it's a, it's like real hip hop is not on the fucking radio. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's, just, exactly, it's just not man. on the yeah, radio. Yeah, I mean, real rap and hip hop is not on the yeah. fucking radio. Period. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, there's like the Vinnie Paz, and then there's the Ill Bills, and Heavy Metal Kings, which is Ill Bill and Vinny Paz together, which is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Because they're both metal and hardcore kids, mm-hmm. and they do they they do their hip hop shit. But they like, dude, on the first Heavy Metal Kings record, there's a song called King Diamond. There's a song called The Age of Quarrel, mm-hmm. and there's so much metal and hardcore references in yeah, the fucking rhyming. It's fucking hard, and that's it's cool, dope, bro. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like them and like Immortal Technique and all that stuff. Like I like all that underground type shit, but mm-hmm. you know. We're playing with that at that show with Burn. We're playing with uh, Black Punk. Didn't they play here? It, I think Matty Pasta. Them, I think Matty Pasta. Like I think he has something to do with that band, or maybe he plays in the band. I or, have no idea. Okay, but yeah, all the all all the bands. You know what? I, what I find funny is like all of them have music videos. But oh, yeah? us, I'm like, <laughs> and my bass was like, yeah, Ryan, they they do videos. That's what they do, man. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah that's right. You guys haven't made a video nah, yet, right? man. But we we are definitely thinking about it, and mm-hmm. Matt um, and I have been shooting ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we need to do something like cool, that. Cool, man. Definitely. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you guys are playing the, the Rap Bones 50th yes. birthday party. Yeah, yeah. I can't so wait it's a for perfect that, man. Per- like I said before, it's perfect we three shows, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and this it's fucking it's mm-hmm. fucking sad. It had sold out, and then we released another twenty five tickets. I don't know if they're available anymore. You have to give me a ticket. There's still up. There's, 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 there's still there's, some, yeah. All right, cool. So you could still buy tickets. So you this. could still buy tickets from the 25 the extra that we released um, or made available. Now, I would like, say get them in advance because day of they're gonna. Well, you know, well, yeah. Right? I mean, well, in advance, you're also saving yourself five bucks. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. Be smart. Get them. Be smart. Smarten the fuck up, kids. <laughs> you know? Smarten up. Yeah. So it's going to be dope. It's obviously here at Lucky 13, 644 Sacker Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11217. <laughs> uh, Sunday. It's a, su- it's a Sunday, but who gives a fuck? It's a fucking ridiculous show. There's one, two, three, four. There's 10 bands. Um... September 24, 2017, Mugs, Down Low, Full Scale Riot, Ache, Caught in a Trap, Urban Waste, Mental Abuse, Lethal Aggression, Reagan Youth, and Fucking Cold as Life. What time indoors? 
Two o'clock doors, first band, three o'clock sharp. I cannot have Cold as Life going on at fucking midnight. No, you can't. No, it's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's That'll like, be a problem for you. Yeah, it would be a problem <laughs> for me. And I'm saying right now, Joe Downlow, if you're listening to this, you guys have like a 15-minute slot. They played the fucking Leeway Benefit show that I did. Bro, he was fucking singing into a dead mic. They fucking tried to cut him off. He's still up there. One more song, one more song. He just loves to be up on the stage. Right, right, right. Acting like a fool. Joe Downlow, 15 minutes and you're done, my man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fuck up my flow with this show. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be fucking ridiculous. And and uh, I mentioned it on the last podcast, Cold as Life. They've been through a lot of lineup changes and shit. But this lineup that they have right now, I saw them at This Is Hardcore. Fucking Sick. That's awesome, cool. man. Sick. I watched so, the videos from that. Yeah, it was sick. Dude, I'm fucking excited. They're a bucket list band for me to fucking to book too. Cool. Yeah. But I also have to thank Rap Bones for it too because he basically put this show together for the most part. I was like, dude, your birthday show, pick bands, you know, and if you can't reach out to him, I'll reach out to him. We'll do something, whatever, for your birthday. Mm. So he was like, How about Cold as Life? I'm like, I don't know. So I'm like, I'll reach out. And there's a few little different ways that I had to get in touch with certain people because not everyone's on Facebook or whatever. But I made that happen. And I was just worried about, you know, how much they wanted, blah, 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 blah. You know, I try not to do guarantees. Mm -hmm. But they were fucking more than fucking, you know, reasonable and all that. Plus, it has a lot to do with Rat Bones and history that yeah, he absolutely. has with those guys. Yeah. Sure. So... Yeah, so I was talking with Roy and, and Craig Holloway at, at um, and Jesse from Coldest Life at This Is Hardcore. And it's like, they're looking forward to it and they're fucking sweetheart. You know, all three of them are sweethearts. Yeah, they've so. never been. Any of those guys been here? No, I don't think so. They're going to love it. I don't yeah, think cool. so. Love it. like it's it. going to be a great time. Yeah. yeah. That's all gonna be a crazy ass show. Man. Yeah, I can't great. wait. It's gonna be yeah. fantastic. I mean, you know what's fucked up? See, Jeffy, he's always crabby, right? But, every, <laughs> but, but, but like, but like every yeah. time, every time, yeah. But every time, like, I was crabby. But like every time, like a band that never played here or ever stepped foot in here, they're like, "Yo, what a fucking great, fucking nice, fucking awesome place!" And they put it over all the time. It should make you. It should make your heart sing. It does. It does. It does. I appreciate it. I okay. appreciate it. Do you? I do. <laughs> do you I really? Do. I do. It's all good. Right. Man, I like all this shit coming through. I'm, you know, especially being a music fan too. I mean, it's yeah. cool having fucking yeah, you know sure. bands come in. You know, yeah, yeah, it's nice. But it's also been fucking 14 years of this shit. So I like. Well, with the bands, it's been a little bit shorter, but. I, you know, I don't get as enthusiastic about shit anymore. Well, you I'm should like, get enthusiastic. I'm excited about shit, yes, but I'm not like. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, like, you know? Like, and I gotta be honest, like, it, like, it, uh, like, uh, I'm a fucking ball of stress too. Like, I'm dealing with shit all you the are. time, so shit's like stressing me out. Stress. Like, I, you know? I stress over like relatively nothing. It's like very little things that I stress out. And you like, you're th I'm thinking about you, like, you're talking about the show, and I'm just thinking how many people are gonna be here, and make sure everything's gonna be cool. A lot. And that shit's going through my head too. Sure. You know what but I mean? So I think about that about stuff. That. Too. No, I am happy about it, but it's but like I, I'm, I stay focused. Come along it's with a lot of responsibility. It. I, get yeah. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, but everyone holds it down the way they're supposed to. Every it does. Time. It does. But I still, you know, I gotta be fucking boss. You know what I mean? Well, so. Well, yeah. You know, I gotta fucking walk, watch out, make sure everybody's having a good time. If I'm not having a good time, that's my job. But but if I'm but still, I gotta make sure everything's good. You know what I mean? Like it's both of our jobs. I gotta make sure everybody's happy too. You know what I mean? I gotta make sure you're happy and you're not fucking crabby. Uh, I'm not crabby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Alexa just just stepped in there. She she was hanging out in the front talking with Andy, and oh, she yeah. just she just snuck up on me. Alexa, is Daddy always crabby? 
Yes. Oh, <laughs> Team Jeff, man. Right. All the time. <laughs> You're the best. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, so, do we... Uh, what? Yeah, we can start wrapping it up. It's more than an hour and ten. Okay. You cool with that? Uh, yeah. 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 Well, anything else yeah. you want to talk about? Where can we find the beautiful music of Ake on the interwebs? Uh, it's pretty much everywhere. Spotify, mm-hmm. it's iTunes, you know. Uh, you don't have an Bandcamp. Instagram account. Um, you have a personal band, one. Yeah, the band does not, no. I know. I yeah. tried to tag it. I'm like, hey, there's no ache Instagram. Yeah, maybe that should be one. Yeah, why wouldn't there yeah. be? Yeah, I hear what you're It's saying. a good promotional tool. Yeah. It's a lot easier and less stressful than Facebook. Yeah. That's it next. Is. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, cool. So. Yeah, you want to you wanna wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. wrap it up. Um. Real quick. And now we're back after some <laughs> fucking, uh, a little bit of heart failure with some technical difficulties because Jeff fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jeff, you can't, you can't keep him near buttons. <laughs> Jeff and buttons, no go. I didn't touch a fucking you thing. You fucking touched it. <laughs> Listen, I don't know where it cut out, so I could be repeating myself, but I'll make it brief. Download, subscribe, and give us five-star reviews on iTunes. SoundCloud, the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Um, Facebook is the, there's a group and a page both both at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace, Blast Furnace Productions also on on Facebook, Blast Furnace Productions on Instagram, Blast Furnace NYC on Twitter, RisingPulseRecords.com for all the shit that Johnny has where you can cop the brand new fucking Ake record on 12 inch marble vinyl for mm-hmm. all you record heads, um, also at Candiria the band. Um, Candiria on Instagram Eyes of the Sun Just Google that shit He's on Facebook Mr. Jeff Blanchard's band Do you have news for us yet? Not yet No All right. I, I'm Two weeks I can give news So in two weeks Jeff will have some news About his band Eyes of the Sun um, Yeah like I said Just please rate and review And I never I haven't said this in a while But um, If you have any questions Feedback Hate mail Fucking Any of that shit Email me at It's uh, BlastFurnaceProductions At Yahoo.com um, We'll read your questions and you know, give you a little shout out, or whatever. If you're in a band or whatever, you know your name, whatever. But um, yeah. With all that said, Ryan, you're the man. Thank you for coming hey, on hey, the show. Thanks for coming. Before we go, so Ryan, where can we find information about Ake on Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. If um, we, we didn't have a already repeat this. Yeah, we yeah, went over that. So. Yeah. We went over that. I'm yeah. Spotify, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna plug it again. Yeah. 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 Hey. Like all all the platforms. Cool. The albums there. Fade away. Ake. Great. Fantastic, man. Cool, man. Cool. And right. uh, yeah, and thanks to uh, from uh, to uh, Jeff Gavin from Done Deal for our fucking intro drop. Here You're you the go. man, Philly Hardcore Done Deal represent. All right, and we're fucking over here now. <laughs> <laughs> Until